At some point, most of us have had to make the decision of becoming entrepreneurs. And for some people, this came on early in life, but for others, this came on later in life. But for both of these people, it's really okay when they had decided to do that because entrepreneurship starts at any point in someone's life. It really doesn't matter. The only thing that you need is the mindset and the willingness to act on your idea. But for most aspiring entrepreneurs, there are key important questions that we need to ask ourselves before actually beginning a business. And these questions, they help us to realize whether we are in the position to actually do this business or start this business on our own. So hi everyone, this is Back to Business Podcast with Jacqueline Sonda and Agustin Kiama. what do you think is the first and most important question someone has to ask themselves before actually putting down their business plan? I think the first thing any founder or any entrepreneur should be looking at is uh, whether or not whatever they're selling has a product market fit. And with that, we're looking at whether whatever it is that you're coming up with be it the physical product or the service that you essentially plan on offering, do people actually need that? Is it something that is necessary? Does it actually solve a problem? Uh, because essentially, if you know, given the definition of what business is, you know, a business is in business when it has, you know, the end consumer. So if you're creating something that people do not necessarily need and they want um, essentially that's you know like a leisure product or something to do with maybe hobbies but it's not something that solves the particular need so essentially as a founder or as an entrepreneur also based on the experience I've had um, from the businesses I've started and you know experience I've gathered throughout the that time is that you actually have to go out and interact and find actually what people want. So I think that's the first most important thing to put the needs and the perspective of um, your end consumers in mind when you're defining your target avatar and building your minimum viable product based on that. What do you think, Jackie? Akima, product or market fit is a very interesting concept for me and it often reminds me this saying that um, one of the biggest American businessmen and investor, he's called Arthur Rock, he said that um, give me a giant market always and by this actually he meant um, if a businessman actually finds a great market for their product there is always a big possibility to op- to have multiple businesses within this market and the, one of the most problems that we face as aspiring entrepreneurs or even beginning beginners in entrepreneurship is actually understanding the the market feed of our product and in this actually we 
we don't ask ourselves questions of what value does my product bring into this market or actually how does my product solve daily problems of these people in this industry or in this uh, within this within this um market or within this demographic I think that's very Im- important what you mentioned, um, just basing it on the top of product market, market fit um, mm-hmm. and how your product or your service helps to solve people's problem is now where we can talk about, you know, having a value proposition for your, your, your product or the service, the kind of service that you're offering and it having a very unique angle to the customer or to the people that you're trying to sell to and when you're still on the topic of value proposition jackie how important do you feel it is to have a minimum viable product uh, when you're setting out maybe when you're creating your your product simply having like a prototype and testing it out how important do you feel that is uh you know when you're starting out your business or your product or trying to find whether your product has a market fit to it first of all having a prototype is something very important for companies especially and inventors because this it gives them first-hand experience uh, in the real world of their own designs and they test it into the market they see how much uh, people will accept this product um, that they have made and also another thing that I find it very important is the company gets people to invest into this product even before allocating any resources into making into producing this product so having a prototype is very important as the first steps to actually get your product into the market I also think just to give an example of um, Clubhouse, they've been, you know, kind of testing out their app for the past sort of like close to one year now. And um, I think at the moment, you know, they're gathering a lot of information about their product. Uh, at the moment, it's iPhone only, but they're also thinking about expanding to Android. But, uh, you know, you can see that it's it's a prototype of what, you know, or a uh, beta version of what the final product will look like and they've been doing kind of like you know different iterations on their product where they will change maybe some features or some functionalities on the app based on the kind of feedback that they're getting from the beta testers which are the people on the app at the moment but one of the things that has always interested me to know and you know, it's one of the reasons why a lot of entrepreneurs tend to either fail at what they're doing or fear to get started. And that is on the money side of things in terms of finances. How big of a role do you think finances play? And do you maybe, Jackie, know of any way that an entrepreneur can, you know, get started if someone says because the most common type of excuse is i don't have any money uh i have all these great ideas but i don't have any money and or you might hear someone say the bank won't give me a loan uh, or 
it's always a, sometimes revolving around money because some people are really great some people come up with really good ideas but they start to blame it on their finances so do you have do you know maybe kinds of ways that someone can circumvent such a, a hurdle when it comes to their finances well yeah this cause this um this is also really interesting to me and it all it comes it all comes into the question um an entrepreneur has to ask themselves how will i fund my business um so um funding funding really comes in so many ways and a lot of people have different ideas on funding but um what i can say is there are two most common ways people um, people fund for their businesses. Either you self-fund by yourself, out of your own pocket, or you find investor funding. And for most of us, we actually always stick up into this first option, self-funding. So we come up with ideas and we always struggle to make sure that we are self-funding this business idea. And when we fail, then we are kind of demoralized and we cannot go forward and we kind of like give up. But um, exploring different kind of fundings and different kind of methods, tips and tricks is the most important thing for a beginner entrepreneur. And it always comes also um, into account whether you're deciding to either start small medium or big so these funding processes they differ in into kind of into what extent over an entrepreneur do you want to be and uh, self-funding is actually possible but it actually takes longer it actually takes a long period of time but when 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 someone opts for investor funding that means um this has to be a a business that has uh, that has a team and they have their business proposition they have their business model they they have their mission and their vision and they create all this into one pitch and they have to now the, the only thing that they need to do is work their foot on finding investors to pitch their ideas to so these are the two most common ways that entrepreneurs do but I know there are several ways of funding a business and it really depends on what kind of business you want to open and how much uh, what size is this business going to be so do you have any more ideas Hema? I think just to add on what Jackie said is that um, also when you're looking into getting investors onto your venture team to invest in your in your business in your product or whatever it is you're offering is that you should also think about the amount of equity that you as the founders of the business are willing to give out essentially and also at what stage do you feel that you know you should have someone from outside coming in to take part of uh, you know the take part of the equity of the company you're establishing and in re with in return you know give you capital or um, you know that mentorship etc but also looking at maybe other form of funding options that are available now in the century we are in that you know were not available during the times where our parents were and you know with the whole digital 
revolution going on at the moment you can do something called crowdfunding if you've not heard about crowdfunding basically that's simply you can head on to like let's say kickstarter.com or indiegogo.com and what happens is that you share information about the product that you're working on you share uh, exact details when you like the timeline when you plan on getting the product finished and exactly your budget and there are people who will back you in terms of uh, now helping you reach that certain you know target capital that you need for your business so they'll back you up and essentially what happens is a lot of businesses or exactly a lot of businesses that you know decide to go the crowdfunding route either through maybe Kickstarter or Indiegogo uh they offer you know some form of incentive to the people who back them up it could be i can give you an example let's say if you're coming up with a, a new form of uh, electric uh, bicycles for example and you're trying to fund capital through crowdfunding so you can kind of let's say give them like anyone who's backing up let's say give them like a free helmet so if they buy your e-bike they can get like a free helmet uh with that so it has to be like with, with a sort of incentive with that um so funding should actually never be an issue like jackie has mentioned you can uh self-fund pretty much bootstrapping try to save up and work on your capital being financially uh, responsible look into investors think about how much equity you're able to give probably not more than uh, 50 or just enough that uh, you as the founder still rem have that control over uh, your business and then like i mentioned crowdfunding so you have options that you can look into when you're looking for capital still into this whole funding idea um so as an entrepreneur either you're a first-time entrepreneur or you're looking into opening another business Another one, another one of the most important thing is to actually think about taxes and also the whole financial responsibility that come about with handling money. So hiring an accountant either internally or externally is one of the most important thing. And um, most entrepreneurs or small business owners overlook this issue and really they do not know where the, their money is going. So that's why a lot of people say small businesses are bound to die it's not because they do not make a profit but it's because they do not track their profit they do not track their money how is the money being spent into their business inside or outside their businesses so this is another very important issue and also if you are a medium-sized company and you have opted to use an investor funding option and Another thing into this whole funding is actually to understand when do you start making a profit? When and how actually do you make a profit? So you have your investor um, funds, which maybe you have to pay them back with an interest. So you have to actually measure a timeline of when you will start to make this profit. So um, in order to actually determine further investments into the business in order the business to be able to invest itself in the future so these are the things which you have to ask yourself as a business owner and with these few questions we are going to discuss more questions into the next episode we want to wind up our uh, podcast here Thank you for staying with us on this episode and stay tuned until next time when we're back on business.